Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in to our number two right here on the early line. Series XM Channel 159, SportsGrid Network. It's Joe, it's Don, and we're talking NFL. And sometimes it's like, hey, X's and O's. You know, was this a good move to bring a player in? You know what I love? A good feud that we didn't anticipate. And that was Sean Payton, head coach of the Denver Broncos, former Denver Broncos head coach, Nathaniel Hackett, talking about breaking the code yesterday. Now, here's what I like. Sean Payton can come out and apologize, Joe, all he wants and say, you know what, man, I didn't mean to say that. Yes, he did. He meant every one of those. And the best part about it is he's getting no pushback from anybody because we all agree mm-hmm. with what Sean Payton said. Now, if Nathaniel Hackett, I don't even want to say taking the high road is not even the right word. But if I hear another coach go, hey, you know what? I'm embarrassed in my job, what I did for the Broncos here. I'm looking to right the ship. But it feels like he took the tone like, woe is me. How dare you? That's not really nice what he had to say. Because me, and you know, you get backed into a corner here, you tend to fight back. It seems like Hackett's just trying to play that public sympathy when he's not going to get any of it. Because we know, Joe, it was his fault in Denver. Well, you know, listen, it, it would have been – Maybe great if you just didn't say a damn word about it, Hackett. Like, if you just let it water under the bridge, it is what it is. You know, but having to throw... You've had everyone else... You had Peyton start it, right? Then he apologized for it. And everybody else has been the talking for you, right? Everyone else is kind of bad, including the quarterback there. Aaron Rodgers came out and said, it's my man. So there is literally nothing left for you to say. Everybody else said it for you. Stroking the fire here and keeping this in the headlines does nobody, especially you, any good here. Because Donnie, like you said... He wasn't lying. And if all you got is, well, you broke the code, what code? The truth is the truth is a code. The truth is exactly what it is. Like we shouldn't be sugarcoating how you sucked as a head coach. And everybody knows it. So take your code and go up into the booth and call the plays and never be heard from again. Has that? Like we live in a glass house, you know, we're all in this thing together. Technically, you're not. And also, did, did I hear that you got fired after one year and said, you know what? Let me give back my pay for that first year. And you guys don't owe me anything for the remaining three or four years in this contract, which are tens of millions of dollars. He was the big winner there. He basically ruined the franchise for the year, got all the money and escaped to New York and got his buddy Aaron Rodgers back at this point. Now, the interesting thing that we're hearing is, you know, Sean Payton goes, you know what? I'm going to give him a phone call here. We're going to smooth this thing over. Now you see the comments come out in the thing. I was like, yeah, no phone call was made yet. 
There's not going to be a phone call, Joe, is no. there at this point? No. no. What you should have done, Haggard, is come out and been like, you know, listen, he, he had a point. I made a lot of mistakes. You know what I mean? If I could do it over again, I, I probably would have done it differently. It falls on me. You know, I'll be a better coach for it. And then, you know what? It's it's over. It's done. Nobody else can say anything. Nobody. But you chose to continue to throw gasoline on this fire here. And it's not going to come back and hurt Sean Payton because, again, he spoke the truth. Uh, it's going to come back out on you, especially the minute the Jets aren't as good offensively as everyone thinks they should be, who do you think they're going to point the finger at, my man? You know what the best part about this, too? Because you try to break down what the, each one of those said. And you're right. Like, if Sean Payton comes out harsh, then Sean Payton apologizes. Then they talk to Hack, and all you have to do is say something simple, as you said. Hey, look. Yes. I didn't perform. I got fired after one year. That shows you I didn't perform. Correct. I'm looking to right the ship here with the Jets. I understand where he's coming yes. from. And uh, we'll talk a little bit later and, you know, see what's what. And nobody would have remembered that. But instead, he come out, hey, you know what? Phone calls this, <laughs> phone calls that. It's not fair what he said. Stop the bandits at this point as we welcome in the radio audience. You're watching and listening live to the early line of the Sports Grid Network, Series XM Channel 159. It's Joe and Donnie talking about Aaron Rodgers, the Jets, Nathaniel Hackett, Sean Payton, and everything. But if we do focus on the Jets side of things, which will be on the field on Thursday night, Aaron Rodgers won't be there. But you know what Aaron Rodgers will be? Looks like a Jet for a few years here, Joe. Yeah, uh, he's going to be a Jet uh, at least until I, I, there won't be any other destination. I, let's leave it at that. I don't believe there will be another destination in Aaron Rodgers' career. He will end his career, for better or for worse, with the New York Jets. And it appears... He's okay with that. So, um, and I think that was the most important part of all of this was, was Aaron Rodgers doing this for the right reasons? Uh, is he, is he going to be uptight? Cause he hasn't looked like he's been having a whole lot of fun to your point, Donnie, over the last couple of years, right? In Green Bay. Uh, already we've seen him having way more fun, smiling, yugging up, having a good time with these young guys. It, you know, at some point in every all the greats' career, right? They they hit that point where this is about enjoying myself, having a good time. This is not taking himself too seriously. That's where he's at, and this could be maybe the best Aaron Rodgers yet. Yeah, this is going to be interesting to see it play out because, as we know, it's not 28-year-old Aaron Rodgers. You know, right. in that range, getting close to 40, he has been injured over the past couple of years. But we know the talent is immense. And also, the playbook is going to be the same. So many times you hear, like, hey, man, look, dude, all the verbiage is changing here. I got to learn that. No, this is Aaron Rodgers' offense. He's got an elite defense. He's got a team mm -hmm. that really looks like they're enjoying being around him. So we'll see how that one plays out. But when we talk about, you know, the Jets resetting their own market here, right, getting a new quarterback with higher expectations the FanDuel Sportsbook lists them at nine and a half here as a team total so double digits 10 and 7 will cash you a ticket at the FanDuel Sportsbook for a year-long price here on the Jets but Joe and I we're going to reset the market in Major League Baseball let's take a look at a couple of these divisions now that we see post-deadline acquisitions we'll be right back right here on the early line sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com bp added more than 70 billion dollars to the u.s economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in california and 
starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I know it's football season, or the beginning of football season. Well, we're going to play armchair quarterback quite a bit, particularly on Mondays here at the Sports Grid Network. But you know what we can do post-deadline in Major League Baseball? Yeah, we're going to play armchair quarterback here. Why? Because we basically know which teams are ready to go in August and September, which teams raise the white flag. Let's reset the odds market here in a couple of these divisions. Now, granted, we could go easy and just start talking about, eh, what about the AL East? We spend a lot of time on those. Let's take a look at some of those divisions here that are really up for grabs in the odds race, or particularly, Joe, in the standings. If we look at the AL Central, Minnesota Twins, Cleveland Guardians, and then, I say, the shelf comes in. The Tigers, White Sox, and the Royals. We know the Tigers aren't competing. We know the White Sox aren't competing, and neither are the Kansas City Royals. But if you take a look at the top two teams in this division, the Twins, they're a minus 320 price right now to win this division. The Guardians at a plus 230 price. And the reason I wanted to start with this division is because the Twins basically sat back and said, my goodness, like this is the greatest job in the world, Joe. We have a team in the Royals that every 20 years tries to compete for a year or two. We have a team like the White Sox, who we actually were worried about for a few years with all the talent that they were stacking. They basically sold everybody away. You take a look then at the Detroit Tigers and say, who? And then you see the Cleveland Guardians, a quality lineup here that can challenge you for a division championship who go at the deadline. You know what? Let's not make any moves. Let's trade big pieces away. So the Twins sit back and go, we're not going to make any moves. And we're going to be the cream of the crop in this division. The Twins at minus 320. Is there a chance that the Guardians can catch them? Or rightfully so, at the FanDuel Sportsbook, the Twins are the team to beat here. Well, I I mean, my goodness. Yay. Congratulations. You won the Central. (laughs) Yay. Like, uh, I I mean, it's kind of head-scratching how terrible uh, this division truly is here. But, yes, listen. I mean, listen, the Twins are without a doubt, as bad as that division is, they are heads and tails above the other options there, right? Because the other options are already, they were in sell mode. They're already looking past this year into the future. The one team that has not done that uh, is the Twins. So give them credit. They have stayed steadfast. They didn't, there weren't a whole lot of moves to make, right? So they weren't going to be in the uh, the ballpark of the Verlanders and Scherzers. That was never an option for them. So, hey, listen, they did what they had to do to kind of stay steadfast. And now every other team is giving them an opportunity to run away with this division. Now, whether they take advantage of that is a whole different ball game. But keep in mind, this is a Twins organization, and they know it. 
that has not won a playoff game since 2004, Bonnie, uh, I believe it's been. So this is quite a, you know, great. Congratulations. You win the Central. Oh, look at that. You lost in the first round of the playoffs. What a shocker uh, because that's what they do. Uh, it's kind of amazing, but they have not won a playoff game since 2004. And the rest of the division said, well, go ahead. Let's, let's make it what? Eight, 19 straight. Come on, let's go. We'll make it 19 straight. Come on. Uh, it's theirs to lose, Donnie. Uh, and lose they will at some point. I think the Yankees have beaten them like 160 straight times in the playoffs here since 2004. But you're right. When they make the playoffs, congratulations. They get sent home yeah. quickly these days here. So we'll see if they can actually make the playoffs and record one win here. Certainly might have a parade there in downtown Minneapolis. Let's move out to the AL West because this is fascinating here. The two teams at the top. Obviously, the Ma the thing I like best is the Mariners have a 16-1 to price to win this division. Mm. Say, okay, that sounds sensible. They're selling. The Angels, 24-1 to 1 to win this division, and they were buying. So get that wrapped around your head. But let's take, let's take a look at the mm. two top teams here, the Astros and the Rangers. Tit for tat here at the trade deadline, getting big-name starting pitchers. Scherzer goes to the Rangers. Verlander goes to the Houston Astros. Now, all season long, I've been saying to myself, like, yeah, we'll find out at the trade deadline. But I've been liking the Texas Rangers. Now, they're a plus-115 price, but I got to tell you now, the health coming back to the lineup here for the Houston Astros. Altuve in that leadoff spot. Alvarez in the middle. Abreu finally starting to hit. That team, to me, looks now better than overall the Texas Rangers do. I like the minus 130 price. What's your thought process? Angels, Rangers to win the AL West here in 2023. Well, it's interesting. I mean, 16-1 to 1 there for an Angels team that's really just, what, five games uh, back? Uh, of them really and we're not talking I mean five games in a win column here they got 56 wins Texas and Houston have 61 a lot of baseball still uh to be played here and the one thing the Angels don't have that the Texas and Houston team does that's pressure to perform and to win now they've got expectations uh Texas has never lived up to expectations ever as a franchise Houston is the one team where they have had, they've been hated. They've been the villain. They've been the cheaters. They've been, you know, they're also World Series champions. Uh, so, you know, you got to give the nod to Houston there being the favorite. And that's kind of what they are with those odds. But I find it interesting at 16 to 1, the Angels, are they really that far apart with five games and the, a whole lot of expectations for at least one of those teams there that's never – this is uncharted territory for the Rangers. By the way, they're going to be three fun teams to bet on, too. Forget about just the day-to-day -day mm. basis going money line. The Astros line up powerful. The Rangers line up powerful. The Angels fortification of that lineup. And also, let's remind ourselves, it's kind of crazy that one of the best players in the history of the sport, Mike Trout, probably coming back in a few weeks here to the Angels. So something to certainly keep an eye on. But it is kind of funny. Yes. That the Mariners, who are sellers, are a 16-to-1 price, and the Angels are a 24-to-1 price yeah, to no. win that division. Neither one of those, I believe, wins it. It's probably going to come down to the Astros and the Rangers, nonetheless. But the NL Central, let's flip it over to the National League. The Milwaukee Brewers, a plus-100 favorite here to win that division. The Cincinnati Reds, a plus-150. And don't look now. The Chicago Cubs at a plus 390 price, fresh off of a deadline where they added on. By the way, I think Candelaria had four base hits in his first game with the Chicago Cubs. That's a way to make an introduction in a lineup that scored 20 runs yesterday. If we reset the market here, the Brewers to me are always boring. 
Are we taking the Reds and the Cubs? Are they serious contenders? Or is should it be the Brewers as the favorite here in the NL Central, Joe? Well, I mean, listen, there was a lot of talk. The Brewers have been making moves, it feels like, for a month to try and do anything they can do in order to bolster that uh, that lineup, right? It's always been the biggest, weakest part of them. The pitching has been solid. Woodruff is on the way back, uh, which is great. The bullpen has been good. The problem is that lineup is awful at times and stretches. <laughs> it's not a playoff-winning lineup. So what have they done? They've They've been addressing it, and they did address it. Cincinnati is a team, and this was the you know everyone thought maybe they'd go out there and make this big splash uh, in the trade deadline. It, it feels and looks to me like the Reds are what the Orioles were a year ago. They're punting on this season. We'll win whatever we win with the with the young guys we have. We're playing for next year. Uh, and that kind of feels like what they've got. Lodolo's on his way back. Hunter Green is on his way back. Uh, two starting pitchers, they'll get back. Young guys in the rotation. So it feels like the Reds are happy with whatever happens this year. This is the team they're going to have. Uh, and yet the Cubs, they are, they're, in, uh, they're in let's go all in. And maybe quietly, they're the best value on the board in any of these divisions right now. Yeah, and by the way, the Cardinals, 60-1 to 1 price here. Now, they didn't move a lot of those high-priced veterans that we thought they would, so they could play spoiler down the stretch. But I thought your point is very good on the Cincinnati Reds. Like, if you saw Lodolo early in his career, let's just say earlier in the mm. season, he's got some wickedness there as that, on that left-hand arm. And then again, you take a look at Hunter Green. If he ever puts it together, which we're expecting him to do, that's a front-line starting pitcher here. So you still get some of those additions. It's like Mike Trout saying, hey, look, we haven't had it for a couple weeks. That's like an extra trade deadline action acquisition that's going to be coming back in just a few weeks that's going to be a fun one to finish it's almost like for me I'm rooting more for the Reds and the Cubs than I are the Brewers because I know hey the Brewers got good frontline starting pitching the Brewers got the good bullpen but as you said it they can't hit it's Kristen Yelich end and that's it here at that point in that lineup so something to keep an eye on but resetting the market odds for a couple of these divisions it'll be fun certainly to watch it play out but today there's afternoon Major League Baseball we'll watch that play out but also did you check in on some same-game parlays yesterday? If you did, you got more money in your pocket this morning. Let's get to it next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. 
Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Major League Baseball on deck this afternoon and this evening. A full slate of games in action, and we want to make sure we cash in once again. You say, what do you mean once again? Yesterday, the same game parlays were popping here on the early line, and we look to extend that for yet another day. So let's not waste any time here. Let's get to the FanDuel Sportsbook. Same game parlays. Oh, feels good. Let's bat some lead off here for me. And also, plus 176. Yes, I had a game yesterday, Joe. I just needed three separate players to get base hits. We're not even talking about an RBI at this point. And we got those. Why? Because I believe the team, the Chicago Cubs, had over 20 hits yesterday spread around equally here, which helped us out to a plus 176. Now, I'm going to go afternoon action. And here's the reason why, too. Because, Joe, we're men of the people here. Here's what we want. You watch the show in the morning. You go to work. You bet a same-game parlay. By the time you leave work, you want to be cashing that ticket where you can go pick up a pizza. You can stop by Popeye's, KFC, Taco Bell, McDonald's, any place of your choice because dinner will be on the house. Let's take a look at this. And this is quoted, send me an angel. Ooh, how about that? Why? The Los Angeles Angels in the afternoon taking on the Atlanta Braves, a 12-20 start. I'm going to keep it simple here. Yanni Chirinos is on the mound. He doesn't get anybody out. So if we focus on this lineup for the Angels and say to ourselves, who makes the most sense in this lineup? I don't know. Shohei Otani, a 6-12 ISO power number against right-handed pitching. How about this? A 6-0-3 weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitching. But here's the issue we've been running into with Otani. He's almost getting that Barry Bonds treatment, Joe, right now. So what do mm-hmm. we want him to do? Hey, hit a home run, fantastic. Get a double in the gap, awesome stuff. I just need him to record one run. So if he's on base multiple times, a legitimate chance that he can get driven in here. And you know who's going to do that? Let's take a look at C.J. Crone right behind him. 426 weighted on base percentage against right-handed pitching over the past 30 days. Let's keep it simple. Two legs. Otani gets on, and he scores a run. C.J. Crone just gets a base hit. When that happens, it's sensible, Joe. A plus 125 just designed to get you some dinner money in your pocket by the time you leave work. That's where I'm going, Joe. Where are we going with you? Absolutely love it, uh, Donnie. I am uh, all on, uh, all in that with you. Get uh, cash a little, uh, little ticket here before we even get to yep. uh, two o'clock, shall we say, this afternoon? Fantastic. Uh, all right. Unfortunately, I don't have a choice. Uh, I have to do it uh, <laughs> simply because I'm on that. Uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, uh, kick. And we we mentioned it yesterday with uh, with Baltimore. Hey, you want to get in front of that train? I certainly don't. Um, we have made a lot of money, Donnie, on this show uh, with one rule of thumb. If you're going to give me Garrett Cole on the mound yep. at less than 150, I'm going to bet him. And, well, wouldn't you know it, we got him at just about uh, minus 110, 115 here today, trying to stop the bleeding for his team and trying to avoid the sweep against uh, McClanahan and the Tampa Bay Rays. So, uh, as much as uh, this team is dead to me, and they are, I refuse to turn off that money spigot that has been Garrett Cole this year in these spots, Donnie. Um, you have your ace on the mound at home looking to avoid the sweep. Uh, and uh, he is the right guy at the right time. He's gotten three straight no decisions, not because he hasn't been lights out, 
He has been lights out. Uh, McClanahan has not. He's still working through some things here. The the back continues to be a, a issue. So I'm going to, I'll lay again. I'll lay to 110. Uh, I'll uh, Give me the Yankees. Give me Garrett Cole. I also think the seven and a half is a little low because I do think the Yankees uh, are going to come out here a little bit and score some runs today. So I'm going to go over. And I think a lot of that is going to have to do because uh, the big man is going yard for the Yanks here tonight in Aaron Judge. So give me Judge to get a homer. Give me Cole to get it done for the Yankees. And give me the over with the Tampa Bay Rays New York Yankees game at seven and a half. Splitting aces in the Bronx. We'll see if it pays off. But I expect, once again, by the time we wake up tomorrow, plus money in our pocket. Let's get to the card today, which, once again, does start down in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. Big series here between the Atlanta Braves and the Los Angeles Angels. And how about this? Lucas Giolito going to be on the mound here for the Angels at a plus 128 price. Yes, he is the dog here. How about this total? A 10 and a half. Why? Chirinos is on the mound here for the Braves. It just goes to show you how dominant that Braves lineup is and how good they are. They're a minus 152 price today with a pitcher that is really struggling to get guys out. I just told you what my same game parlay was. If we profile this lineup for the Angels, boy, they've really woken up at the plate specifically, Joe, against right-handed pitching. Take a look at these weighted on base percentages here over the first seven batters that we anticipate to be in the lineup today. Rangifo, 350. Otani, 603. Crone, 426. Moustakas, 380. Renfro, 402. Moniak, 406. And Grichuk, 367. So, yeah, that total looks good. And why? Chirinos, a 417 ISO power number over his last 37 batters he's faced. That ball might be leaving the yard quickly today as the first pitch anticipated at 87 degrees. If we flip it over, Giolito struggles against lefties. That's not what you want to do here against the Atlanta Braves. Left-handed batters in the lineup will be Alves, Olsen, Rosario, Harris. Good luck keeping the ball in the yard today. But as I said, I just need a base hit here, a run scored here, and I'm cashing tickets, Joe. What do you think about this game between the Braves and the Angels? I, I mean, well, I, I'm thinking home runs uh, and just about every home run prop I can take. <laughs> and the reason is, quite simply, um, look at this team here. They had the number nine hitter year. Michael Harris goes yard a couple of times. Donnie, you realize that they are now, I believe our note is one home run away from reaching 10. And that will set the record in Major League Baseball. They have nine players with double-digit home runs on the season. And if Arnaud gets one here over the next couple of games, they'll have 10 players with at least double-digit home runs on this team in this lineup. They love the long ball. These guys are absolutely mashing. Uh, and I do think the lineup of the Angels has some advantages here. I think Giolito is the better pitcher. I think the Angels can score some runs. But far be it for me to think that this uh, Braves lineup won't get a few of their own against Giolito. So only one way I could look at this thing. First five over, full game over, team totals over, and uh, mix in a couple of home run props along the way because these two teams are going to hit some. Matinee baseball down Atlanta. Who says mm. no? Let's see if we can pick up some dollars on <laughs> that game. Let's keep it moving. Now, currently at the FanDuel Sportsbook, we don't have odds for this game between the Guardians and the Astros. But the reason why I wanted to look at this game is it looks like we do have the two starting pitchers that should be taking the mound today. And that's going to be Blanco here for the Astros and then BB here for the Guardians. Mm. And also, mm. let's keep in mind, the Guardians were sellers at the deadline. They're still in it to win it here, technically, there in the AL Central. We take a look at the Astros. Going to be fighting tooth and nail down the stretch to try to keep off 
from those Texas Rangers. But if we take a look at Blanco on the mound, not a very good pitcher to draw. 199 batters that he's faced here in 2023. Take a look at these stats. 227 ISO power number, 357 weighted on base percentage. He really struggles with getting left-handed batters out. You're probably going to get one, two, three, four, five, as many as six to seven left-handed batters in the lineup today for those Guardians. If we flip it over here to Houston, we know how good these bats are. But by the way, Vivi has been very good on the season, particularly against left-handed batters. But if you take a look at his 346 batters he's faced, Joe, take a look at this. An ISO of 109, a weighted on base percentage of 285. Now, we know the Guardians probably aren't going to be favorites today, but could they be a live dog down in Houston? They absolutely are, right? Uh, I am sure the celebration uh, between the Verlander news and the no-no, <laughs> right, Donnie? There's there's probably a couple of uh, libations there flowing last mm. night with this team. Uh, and in the meantime, you got the Guardians probably a little ticked off here in a winnable division that, you know, they had to say goodbye to, you know, some important parts of their team, some friends and guys and uh, most of this team, the the comments that I read were they are not, they just were not happy and they were embarrassed. And teams usually are when they get no hit like that. And it wasn't like the Astros won twelve nothing; they won two nothing. So uh, BB's never faced them; they've never faced him. And uh, you got to think that this game uh, is probably going to be a little bit lower scoring, but it gives the Guardians an opportunity to bounce back in a spot where the Astros are probably still in celebration mode in an early afternoon game. Yeah, I'm with the Guardians on this one. How about this next game we'll talk about here? We'll squeeze this in before the break. It's the Padres and the Rockies. The, the Padres are a massive favorite in this one. Minus mm. 245 on the road against a gutted Rockies team. Freeland will be on the mound. A total, again, it's Coors. It's 11 and a half is lifted. 88 degrees at first pitch. Light wind blowing from right foul pole to left foul pole. I look at these and also... More the game itself, like, okay, do you want to lay minus 250 or so on the road? Not necessarily in Colorado. We saw some crazy things happen. But RBI chance is going to be great for the Padres. But also, thought process on the Padres moving forward. You're getting some still pretty good prices to either win the National League or win the pennant here. Excuse me, win the National League, win the pennant, and then also get to the World Series. Is that a viable option for the Padres to bet them? Do you believe the Padres will be standing there in the playoffs when it's all said and done, Joe? I mean, listen, short of uh, an absolute ridiculous run down a stretch, which is possible here, Donnie. I mean, they could run uh, the table here in August, right? They could uh, and all of a sudden be there and uh, have some drama there towards uh, the last week of the season. I have my doubts, uh, but it's not for a lack of talent. Uh, it's for a lack of execution. Uh, and the problem with the Padres, and we've mentioned this numerous times, is that they don't beat the teams they're supposed to beat regularly. They have not done it all season long. They get these ridiculous letdown games where they're getting beaten by Detroit and uh, Oakland. Like, what are you doing? Uh, they have to win this game with Musgrove on the mound they should win it that's why they're a 240 favorite i believe here there should be there's no excuses for this padres team having said that do you trust them enough to lay 240 because i sure as hell don't 35 to 1 to win the world series here the san diego padres maybe values in the eye of the beholder we're going to talk phillies marlins going for the sweep next SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Much, much more Major League Baseball on the docket today. I love it, man. Give me some afternoon baseball. Give me some night baseball. Give me some serious matchups here that we can dig our teeth into. And that includes the Philadelphia Phillies and the Marlins here. Now, look, they came into the series in a dead heat here. The Philadelphia Phillies have picked up the first two games looking for the sweep. They're going to send Zach Wheeler out to the mound tonight for those Philadelphia Phillies. That's a minus 126 favorite here on the FanDuel Sportsbook. The Marlins, a plus 108 dog, a total. How about this one? listed at seven overall if we're lining this game up look wheeler is the de facto ace for the philadelphia phillies good for them to have him on the mound but still tough little bunch here with the marlins that are going to send out braxton garrett he has struggled however with right-handed batters joe over the past 30 days 70 he's faced 343 iso 452 weighted on base percentage bohm has been on fire here from the right hand side with a 464 weighted on base percentage and now batting more in the top of the lineup as opposed to the bottom of the lineup can the philadelphia phillies joe sweep the miami marlins yeah uh well it's going to be interesting uh to see here i would think uh, if I had to, uh, if I was a betting man here, I, I kind of feel like this game might be trending towards another low-scoring affair here, Donnie, with these guys, especially, and call me nuts, early in the first five. I think fours are available, and if you can get them, I'd probably look to the under expecting this to be decided once again, much like yesterday's game was decided in the latter half of the innings in the bullpens, right? I think that's kind of where we're heading in this one uh, here as well with uh, with these two guys who are certainly more than capable of limiting the other offenses that have had some stretches here, Donnie, where runs were hard to come by. Uh, it feels this is not going to be one of these 15-8 kind of – I don't think we're getting that with these two teams in this series. By the way, it'll be interesting to see, too, that new-look lineup, if it actually is on the field in Mm. time for today's game. Should be some fun to take a look at that new, you know, Marlins extra power core in the middle. Because, quite frankly, Luis Arise here starts that game off, and away you go with a couple boppers. It could be fun for the Marlins. But also, you take a look at yesterday, deflating losses sometimes. And again, Major League Baseball, it's not once a week where you got to stew over it, Joe. Four and five, six days at a time. You get right back on the diamond here, which is good news. But yesterday, a contra was phenomenal through eight. 
eight innings. Oof. And then the ninth inning happened. Robertson comes in. Castellanos two-run home run. Bryce Harper double off the wall. You end up losing that ball game. So we'll see if they do bounce back. Again, Marlins a quality opponent. I just think maybe the better pitcher on the mound today for the Philadelphia Phillies in Zach Wheeler. Let's keep moving here. And your game that you take a look at today, if we're saying, hey, maybe some runs happen here, two aces on the mound, it's the Tampa Bay Rays and the New York Yankees. The Rays are going to send out Shane McClanahan. Price point, minus 108. The Yankees sending out Garrett Cole. Price point in this game, yeah, you guessed it, minus 108. De facto pick them in this game with a seven and a half mm. total. Give us another brief recap on this game and what we're anticipating from the Rays and Yankees, Joe, from your perspective. So what, what you got here is it's interesting because you have two aces on the mound, uh, Donnie, that have gone now long stretches without actually mm -hmm. getting a decision. I mean, McClanahan is now five straight no decisions uh, with uh, north of a six ERA as he's dealt with some injuries, the back injuries, the tightness. Uh, he has not been what he was when he started this season, where he was just absolutely ridiculous here. Uh, and, uh, you know, call the same situation. No run support, three straight, no decisions. But he has been, you know, he's got an ERA of about 1-6 here in these three games. Uh, he has been, he's given the Yankees an opportunity to win the game, right? He hasn't pitched them out of the game. He's kept them in it. And unfortunately, the lineup has not delivered uh, for him in these last three starts. I think Cole's in better form right now. I think he knows this game means a lot here to the Yankees to not get swept by uh, Tampa if they're serious. I think Judge in that lineup, uh, having an opportunity uh, maybe to take advantage uh, of a couple of mistakes from McClanahan, uh, I think he's got a pretty good shot of having a big game. And I, unfortunately, as Judge goes, this lineup appears to go. If he has a good day, the Yankees will have a good day. We're taking a shot with him. Yanks got to start scoring some runs here, no doubt about it. Start winning some games. They didn't get that shot in the arm at the deadline with a big bat or a big pitcher. We'll see if that pays off. But it's ace versus ace today. And we'll see if the Rays can hold punches here with those Baltimore Orioles. And speaking of those Baltimore Orioles. They're going to be in the sixth today, north of the border in Toronto. That's the Orioles and the Jays. Rodriguez will be on the mound here for the Orioles. For the Toronto Blue Jays, that's Yusei Kikuchi. Favorite in this game, Toronto Blue Jays, minus 130 price. Price point here for the Orioles as a dog at the FanDuel Sportsbook, a plus 110. The total listed at eight and a half in this game. Now, granted, we have two good firepower offenses here, but if we line up these two pitchers and you take a look and say, well, I really haven't heard much out of Grayson Rodriguez. How does he pitch? Last 30 days, he's been pretty good. Now, granted, limited yeah. sample size, only 42 batters, an 079 ISO power number, weighted on base percentage of 304. That lines up. And if you take a look at Yusei Kikuchi, a left-handed pitcher here, he's going to see a ton of right-handed bats. But he's been okay here. 64 batters he's faced over the past 30 days, Joe, against righties, a 103 ISO and a 338 weighted on base percentage, which is average. Which way do we lean today? Is it the Orioles here, the Toronto going on a run? Talk to me on this Orioles-Blue Jays game. It's tough to get in front of this train that is the Baltimore Orioles. We saw it yesterday uh, with Ryu. They, yes. Now, all of a sudden, I mean, but to your point, Kikuchi's been night and day this year, uh, keeping the ball on the ground, keeping it out of the air. Uh, he has been really, really good. But uh, this team is rolling, uh, the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, I, I, I would like to bet Toronto. I'm not going to do it simply because of the fact that uh, I don't want to get in front of it. I mean, the run and a half right now for Baltimore is, is minus 185. Uh, so, you know, this feels like it's going to be a close game. 
outside of yesterday's 13 runs that Baltimore scored. For the most part, Toronto and that ballpark in the under have cashed a lot of tickets. And you said it. Rodriguez has been pretty good. Kikuchi's good. And we get an old-fashioned pitcher's duel here. I might be looking at the under eight and a half in this one. How about that old-fashioned pitcher's duel? Not what we anticipate in this next game here, battling mm. the NL Central. That's the Reds and the Cubs. Now, you saw fireworks go off last night, particularly from the Chicago Cubs. Could we get those today? Williamson will be on the mound for the Reds. For the Cubs, that'll be Drew Smiley. And the Cubs are a favorite here, Joe. Minus 138 price point at the FanDuel Sportsbook. And look at that total of 10. Whenever you hear 10 in Wrigley, we know what that means. The wind is blowing out, 83 degrees, and blowing out to left field. If we take a look at Drew Smiley, the left-handed pitcher here on the mound for the Cubs, he doesn't get anybody out, lefties or righties. Last 30 days, Joe, 83 batters he's faced. Take a look at this. ISO, 314, weighted on base percentage, 453. That's the last thing you want to do against this Reds lineup here to give them some hope. But if we take a look at the Chicago Cubs, they'll be going up against Williamson. He's actually shown very well, though, Joe, over the past 30 days. Mm. 51 batters. Take a look at his ISO power number, 087. Weighted on base percentage, 196. That's phenomenal. But this lineup may be the hottest in baseball right now at the plate for the Cubs. Even though Williamson does have some good numbers, I don't know if he can hold up on Wrigley. Warm day here and also wind blowing out. I don't care. I'm expecting runs today, Joe. How about you? Well, you know, Smiley's been working on some stuff. It's been a um, a rough stretch for him. Uh, he pretty good early in the season. Then he had this uh, patch where he was just getting uh, lit up. Now he did, I believe, come in uh, as a uh, as a reliever there. I think they uh, a couple of uh, starters uh, went in uh, in his last game, I guess, against St. Louis. Then he had to come in, and he actually looked uh, pretty decent. Uh, so maybe he's, uh, figured out some stuff there. He wasn't locating well, uh, which of course, leaving balls out over the plate when you're not missing bats usually means bad things. And that's what happened to him. Uh, but Hey, uh, this total is what? 10, 10 and a half for a reason. Uh, Donnie, uh, both of these pitchers have had issues, especially with the long ball. Something tells me this one should be fun scoring wise. Uh, and then ultimately the bullpens are going to have to win this game. But I'm going under here. I think maybe uh, the playoff atmosphere starts to come to life here tonight in this game with these two teams. Now that the trade deadline is passed and everyone looks around a locker room and says, all right, we're in this. Let's go. Playoff atmosphere tonight. Oh. All hands on deck. I like it for the Reds and the Cubs here. Let's take a look at the White Sox and the Rangers. Now, yesterday, if you were taking a look mm. at the AL West, the two teams' front runners, the Rangers and the Astros, what did they win yesterday? Both of them, two to nothing. We'll see if that continues today. Rangers and the White Sox, Cease will be on the mound for the Sox, Dunning for the Rangers. For the Rangers, they're a favorite today at a minus 142 price at the FanDuel Sportsbook, a total that's listed at eight and a half. If you're trying to match this game up, Dunning doesn't get left-handed batters out at all. But who's really going to be left in that lineup caring, I should say here, for the Chicago White Sox? Because if you look at that 315 ISO and a weighted on base percentage of 456 through his last 58 batters from the left side, who are those lefties going to be? Moncada, Benintendi, and Colas. Okay, 
not exactly a murderer's row of guys that you have to get behind. But Dylan Cease, who did not move at the trade deadline, still going to find himself pitching for the White Sox for the remaining parts of the season. He's been very good against lefties the last 30 days. Hasn't really struggled against righties power-wise at a 175 weighted on or ISO power number, which is average. A little bit slightly higher weighted on base percentage of 362. We know that lineup is devastating here for the Rangers. Are we playing to another under today? Because for me, honestly, it feels that way. Well, you know, they've been a problem uh, for them. It, and in stretches this year, Donnie, we've watched Texas go, like, how many guys are you going to leave on base? Like, they're the runners in scoring position and them not being able to get those hits has cost them. And we're looking at what? Six runs in the last four games they have yep. scored here. Now, Seager does appear to be on his way back. Uh, so it looks like uh, he they might have him, which will uh, help. But again... All the expectations now on the Rangers, right? There is no more excuses. Uh, and if you're Dylan Cease, how motivated are you that your organization, A, you thought you might have been traded and not actually pitching here for the White Sox today. There was a lot of talk around Cease being a, uh, a possibility there on the trade market. But here he is on a team that's going nowhere fast uh, it's going to be an interesting one here. Sure, Texas should win, but I'm kind of with you. I, I don't see a ton of offense in this game here. I like the under myself. Let's see if we get some offense again tonight between the Mets and the Royals, which had an interesting finish, which was a balk, a walk-off balk win for the Kansas City Royals yesterday against the New York Mets. And also, I came on live on the air yesterday, game time decision. I said, Donnie, what's your favorite play of the night? I said, team total. For the New York Mets, over five and a half at a plus 110 price. Going to bed last night. Boy, that's a bad bet. Waking up to see the Mets. Totaled six runs in a loss. Loved to see it this morning. Now, having said that today, 88 degrees, first pitch, wind blowing from right to left. I think there's a chance that we do get some more runs. Cole Reagans, the lefty, will be on the mound here for the Kansas City Royals. But to be honest with you, the Mets haven't done all that well against left-handed pitching, particularly over the past 30 days. Right-handed pitching, which is why I liked him last night, which is why, you know, that bet came in at six. That one won yesterday. What are we looking at today, Mets? Now, post-deadline, not looking to do much. Obviously, it's an individualistic sport here. What can we expect out of the Mets today for you, Joe? Oh, another loss, uh, without a doubt. Uh, I'm not stepping <laughs> in front Mets. of the red-hot Royals, guys. I mean, are we oh. talking, what, four wins in a row? Four wins? And I ain't getting in front of this Royals train. Absolutely. The Mets... Walking wounded, baby. Walking wounded. Give me the Royals. There you go. Walking wounded today. And yesterday was Zach Greinke, who's been terrible. Who actually held the Mets lineup down. It was the bullpen that gave away for the Kansas City Royals. But we'll see what happens today. A full Major League Baseball card, which starts in the afternoon. Same game parlays. Hopefully we win some money. I do believe we will. Thank you to Joe Ranieri again for Tuesday, Wednesday here on the early line. I'll be back next to close it down for the day with a little. Listen up. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um. Last segment of the day here for the Wednesday morning edition, Joe and Iridani right set here, Sirius XM Channel 159 Sports Grid Network on the early line and a lot of topics here. And again, post-trade deadline in Major League Baseball. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch it play out. Sure, there were winners. Sure, there were losers. But quite frankly, it might take some weeks to find out who actually were the winners and the losers. The one thing that is going to be interesting here is now the World Series odds at the FanDuel Sportsbook. Still going to be the Braves here at a 3-1 to price, followed by the Dodgers at a plus 450. The big movers yesterday were the Houston Astros at a 7-1 to price here since getting Verlander to come back and be the ace of their staff. Or is he with Valdez yesterday throwing a no-hitter for the Houston Astros? Some interesting doings down the line with the Texas Rangers. Going to be a lot of fun to keep up with and also taking a look at Shohei Otani and those Angels. But in the NFL, still a lot of fun to go around. To. By the way, today's Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday. That's the first real football look that we're going to have since the Super Bowl ended where the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles. Something to look forward to in all aspects here. The NBA, really a dormant time here. But keep in mind, I mean, we're going to go to training camp in September here. We're never far away from that. And also in the NHL. But the focus certainly over the next couple weeks is going to be on Major League Baseball. Ready, set, go. Listen up. Now, who's going to take off right now after that trade deadline? Is it the Angels that were just a week away from selling everybody, including Shohei Otani? Is it the Chicago Cubs who basically said, hey, come get Bellinger, come get Marcus Stroman, then end up buying Jamer Candelario, who has a couple hits in the game yesterday, and 20-plus runs scored for those Chicago Cubs? Also, the Baltimore Orioles, do they have enough in the tank? Is Jack Flaherty enough for them down the stretch to say, once we get to the playoffs, he can be the ace of our staff? How about Tampa Bay? You add Savali here. You already have McClanny and you have Eflin. You have so many players, including Glass now, in that front end rotation that can do a lot of damage. But I got to tell you right now, the team that's getting my interest here is the San Diego Padres at 35 to 1. I know they've underperformed, but they have the front line starting pitching and ultra talent in that one through nine in a legitimate bullpen. Watch out for those Padres. Say it ain't so. Coming up next year, Ben Stevens in the morning after. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.